Awareness Podcast with Nicole and John Allen. Hello and welcome back to the Radical Awareness Podcast. Welcome if it's your first time listening. Um, this episode marks a little special. It's a special episode. Little shift change in our style towards the grand excitement. Of a special guest. Yes, we're pretty excited. And it feels so fitting because it's the new year. It is. So why not start with something new? It has a lot of newness <laughs> to it. It does. What's mm. about newness? Um, what would you like to say about this guest well, before I read her official Her official bio. bio. Okay, well, the, I, I'm personally, I think we are personally really excited that uh, this person was our first guest. And um, I'd like to say we interviewed her, but we didn't really. Basically, we, we were going to sit around and have a chat together. Uh, lots of really interesting and exciting uh, topics. We'll definitely start talking about her story and then all the whimsical places that takes us. But um, I think uh, our dear friend Annalise, who we're talking to, is such a special person. She's really, you know, when you meet someone and you're like, wow, there's really only one of you. That is uh, Annalise. And in the greatest way possible. She absolutely lights up a room and um, I've danced with her many a time, which I just feel, (laughs) we didn't talk about dancing at all, but I feel it's so important because if you've ever done any kind of free dance or free movement, um, you want Annalise at your party. She is amazing. Also one of the most inclusive people I've met will include everybody and is just so warm and loving and and joyful, which kind of leads beautifully into what she does and what she offers. But yeah, she's a very, I think she's a very special person to my heart. She was actually at at our wedding, she even. Yes. Um, and what's really cool about it is that both John and myself met Annalise before we met each other. So we both knew her in our separate worlds. I actually met her at a wedding. You did. Mm. I met her at a festival. Because she's that type of person who's going to be like, hey... I was kind of new, you know, I hadn't been back in the country very long. And I was like, I really just edging my way into this new world. And she just open arms, so accepting, so beautiful um, and always has been and is and for so many. Kind of, not from a kind of charitable way. No. From a genuine excitement to souls and meeting kind yes, of way. Yes, like who are you and can I love you? and What do you want to do? Yes. I mean, in the few times that we've hung out, And places, she's just, I don't know, it's like there's just so much adventure and fun to be had. Yes. So we really, we love her. Such a teacher. And, you know, it's cool because she's so playful but also just has such wisdom. And we did jokingly um, say the wisdom of an elder, which doesn't go well, and she'll be really annoyed I just said that. But uh, it is kind of like that. She's only a tiny, tiny, a few wisps of a um, day Older than us. Fun fact, we actually share the same birth date. That's true. Not the same birth year, though, eh? That won't be revealed. None of that will be revealed. 2001. (laughs) I was born in 1999. (laughs) Now, uh, Annalise's offerings to the world and all of you out there listening come under the name My Joy Body. So you can find all of her stuff at myjoybody.com. Um, and she is described as a scientist of the soul. So My Joy Body is her medium to touch and help as many people as possible. She has 
a varied and diverse background from studying ancient Eastern sciences and wisdoms to her current regenerative design work. She is a speaker, coach, teacher, and lover of all beings. She's a qualified yoga teacher, and this sits at the center of her offerings to the world, basically. She does um, cleansing programs seasonally, regularly on the seasonal changes. She offers her wisdom uh, through mentoring. She offers yoga classes, of course. She does so many online programs. So all of the stuff that you can find, you'll find it on her website. But sit back and enjoy our chats. Chats. As, <laughs> as there are two um, with the wonderful Annalise Kugler. So we have a very special guest today. We have uh, the wonderful Annalise. I'm going to let her do more of her own introduction, um, as I've already spoken about it. Oh, wait. I thought you don't want me to introduce. You didn't yeah. even say I was here. Yeah. That's upsetting. I'm here too. <laughs> and I'm here too. I'm the special one. Yeah. You're the special one. We're the average ones who are normally here. Yes. As you can tell, this is the first time we've interviewed someone on our podcast. Yes. So welcome to the new edition of the Radical Awareness Podcast, where we start interviewing people. Yeah. How exciting. How very yeah. exciting. We're yeah. very honoured to have you with us as the first person. And what's especially special is that it's the, the, the new year. You know, we're only five days into this new year. This beautiful which, two, two, two year. That's mm. it. And you know the lots of things day. about things. I do know lots of things about things. You're yeah. right. So many things, especially about, you know, newness yes. moving into a new year yep. new things cycles so, but we will come back to that a little bit later on we're going to start with your story cool yeah because um both of us both nicole and myself have been inspired by you in ways that maybe you don't know yeah. that um we often speak of you with great admiration um, fondness yes such fondness, fondness. Uh, as a person who is very um embodied cool yes Holds mm. holds a lot of a lot of wisdom and is not afraid to to be vulnerable publicly, mm. to to tell the truth, to to do all of those things that we aspire to do. So, and the absolute essence of playfulness and freedom. Mm. Oh, yeah. how about that? How yeah. about that? Oh. We can get a little bit trapped in the serious hole and all of the stuff, mm. but you are the embodiment of. Being in all of it and in truth with playfulness and with yes. joy. Mm. So very exciting. I actually thought you would introduce me and say, this is Annalise from My Joy Body, and, <laughs> um, you know, to give this sort Promo of spiel you. of promoing me in. And then I thought, well, we'd probably open that up. Where did My Joy Body come from? Ooh. And then I thought, well, I probably have no idea where that came from. <laughs> um, and quite often I've, I've thought, should I step away from that as my, you know, as what I do? Because what I do doesn't necessarily just be uh, in the body, but it always lands back there. Mm. And it always lands back into actually, 
Funnily enough, you guys in your first podcast, I've been listening to your podcast, mm. by the way. <laughs> I know you know. I know you know. Um, and you were talking about being trauma-informed. And the first thing that I, I thought was, you know, I'm joy-informed. Oh, yes, yeah. you are. Right? Yes. Yeah. I mean, yes, I mean, we're, we're living in contrast and we're living in duality, so they're both there. But for me, it's when that joy arrives in the body it's mm. there and it's mm. like okay this is my celebration and it arrives in the body a lot especially for me I must say I'm just you know look at that flower there's a hello tree oh wow look at the clouds you know friends I mean we should be filming this so we could see the smile oh and the face. gestures yes. and the gestures the gestures but you can probably joy. hear them yes in, in my voice. it is in the voice there's a very yeah. there's a lot of joy in the voice yes mm. yes. yes yes please continue Yes, well, that's uh, well, what that's. So you know, the journey you were to born, joy and then you you yeah. were a human, and you went to school, and then you came out, and you thought, you know what? I think yes. there's just another way. Well, that's interesting. Just, okay, because let's because I quite often get asked in the sort of festival conscious scene, or just people who are kind of on that path. I often get asked, um, did did you, Annalise, have and a moment, a moment of awakening. Mm-hmm. You know, did we, we, when did it start for you? And I, you know, I've really tried to pinpoint it, but it, it's, it's always been like this. Mm. And I remember as a child, um, you know, I was in the eighties. I was, I would sit in bed with a CB radio, pretend CB radio, <laughs> and I'd be like, shh, shh, Roger, Roger. Uh, God, can I talk to Jesus? Jesus, yeah, Jesus, can you tell me? You know, da, da, da. and so I'd have these conversations with God and Jesus, and then subsequently, as people I started to know died, my dead friends, and um, so it's always that sort of spirituality or that relationship with the beyond mm. has always been there, and fundamentally, you know, that the the unseen beyond but then also that deep magic that's present in nature Mm. and my parents gave me that gift by we moved out of St Helier's in Auckland into Papakura onto a farm and that was it they they gave me nature and Mm. I was what age um two oh oh wow yeah yeah Yeah. um such a gift and uh, you know this relationship with mud we had a stream so I had a relationship with a river um, we had native forests, so her relationship with with the bush, and a yeah, so that that kind of a relationship with spirit became consolidated in a relationship with nature because you, it's mm. there, it's not there. There's something else, mm. and then we've got this beautiful folklore that's in all cultures that you know, um, elves and fairies and and as a child when you're in the bush and also to be safe feel safe in the bush mm. to just be like yeah just go no fear what what is there there then there's magic mm. you know where there's no fear there's magic really um so yeah I've pretty much just sort of been magical my whole life <laughs> <laughs> that would make sense. You are very embodied in um, magicalness. Yeah. yeah. Now you just said before you said you know you'd you'd, you'd call up God and Jesus, yep. and then you had people that passed away, so they became your dead friends. Yes. Now, did you feel like you had communication with people who had passed? Was it and a two way radio? A, yeah. It was a two way radio. So uh, Trudy Jane Ralph was my first friend to die, 
and that really knocked me. I think I was 13. And one day I woke up in my bedroom and she's standing there. Mm. And I was like, you're alive. And she goes, come with me. And so we went to what I thought was heaven at the time, mm. some realm with light beings. And uh, the, vibe, oh, the vibe was so beautiful. Mm. I was like, what do you do here? And she said, we, what did she say? We play or we dance? We play. We play or we dance? I can't remember. They, they either played or dance. Either way, I was just like, that's cool. <laughs> and I said to her, I want to stay. And she said, you can't stay. And I looked down and I realised that I was standing on a threshold mm. and either side of me were shadows and these shadow beings came out of the shadows and I just and woke up in my body and I was like, whoa. And that was kind of like, it was almost like a, I want to say a psychedelic experience, because it was so, it was visioning. Yeah. Um, very mystical experience. It was very mystical. It, yeah. And mm. so that threshold um, between life and death has been open kind of ever since. Mm. So, and, it, you know, my family kind of laughs and cries at it because I have so, I go to funerals all the time. You know, I, a lot of, more more funerals than any other celebration. Mm. Um, and, 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 I say to my children, that's because we're on the edges, you know, we're mm. on the edges of society. We don't quite fit in, so we're kind of out. And as you'll know, in permaculture, that's the yeah, that's fertile where all the magic place. Happens. That's where all the magic happens. Yeah. But it's also where all the life and death happens. Mm. And mm. magic happens through life and death, doesn't it? Because that's the Absolutely. yeah, that's yeah. the place where things things can alchemize and change. So yeah, death, the edges, permaculture, mm. magic angels, all that stuff. I actually had, can I tell you something really Go on. Absolutely. Okay, this is probably one of the biggest mysteries in my life. I actually, you, your listeners might think I'm a bit weird if I tell you this. Annalise, yeah. you, you are a bit weird. Okay. We've yeah. just established that. Yeah. All right, well, oh, well, okay, two things. Can we put a pin in language? Language, yes. Because I'd really like to Absolutely. talk about language. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, and segue to this thing so I met this woman once called Lee at a party right now yeah Lee by the sea and she was talking and I had my back to her and I just stopped it was like the whole world stopped and I said excuse me could you please just say what you said again she had the most beautiful language spiritual language mm. I'd ever heard um which we take for granted now we've mm. got this anyway that's language anyway Lee died on the Piha road um, she was an incredible blessing to the world, and then she was taken away. And uh, here's me really good at, you know, life and death. <laughs> and I'm like, cool, yeah, I'll just see Lee and find out what's going on. Now, I saw her, and I, I went to give her a hug, and she was pointy, right? Mm -hmm. Like, you know, like hugging one of those tinsel Christmas trees <laughs> from the 80s? Yeah, yeah. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, and it didn't sit well. I was like, oh, fuck, this doesn't, this, this doesn't make any sense. Oh, cool, a mystery. Because, you know, I love it when I don't understand something. When I don't understand something, I know that I'm on a path of really deep inquiry and I'm, I'm going to get it mm. and it's, it'll take a while anyway. took a couple of years and I'm sitting and I'm sitting thinking about Chiron, who was the first herbalist and he was a um, centaur yeah. um, in Grecian mythology. And when he died, he was put in the stars and I was thinking, oh, yeah, that happens quite a lot. You know, Mufasa from The Lion King, yeah, yeah. up into the stars and stuff. And I was walking through my house just thinking about, holy shit, 
Holy shit. Lee has been reincarnated as a star. Pointy. Pointy. Radiating, right? Now, I wouldn't have been able to get to that piece of information without actually having a relationship with Gaia, Mm. which is, you know, Mm. someone who we now know as Gaia or other names decided to incarnate as a planet. Mm-hmm. Gaia is a being, mm-hmm. yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. So, so this, this, and this is what I love about life because um, actually, so me and God, right? This is, this is just tying it all together. Good. Me and love God. It. I got to my teens, you know, how much atrocity in the name of God, mm. you know, religion, all this shit. I was like, okay, no, you know, fuck God, fuck the world, fuck everything. Important stage. Important yeah. stage, yeah. right? But there was this little thing in me was like, God. And back then we didn't have the universe, mm. you know, as language yeah. or even spirit. You know, spirit may have existed in other cultures as, as a, reference or terminology for yeah more than more so than. important to remember the newness yes. you know of that mm. movement that people yes. take for granted that it's very new and kind of hard to get on board so that's yeah 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 yeah, yeah so all i had was god mm. what a mm. hard thing hard thing to and and so one day i was just like it probably like 10 maybe 20 years i was like you know absolutely fuck it again yeah i'm just gonna say yes i'm say like, yeah i believe in god yes I do, and see what happens. And that opened me up to this kind of relationship with the mystery of the universe where everything that comes at me, I say yes to it and find out where it falls in the great puzzle of the universe mm. because everything fits somewhere. Has to. Yeah, and if I say no to it, it's it, why would I say no? Because it, then it puts it over there and it's you know it might be connected. It might be really then you'll always have an unfinished puzzle. Exactly. Just left that piece on the floor. Thank you, oh, that, brother. That doesn't fit. Yeah, just leave it over no, there. No, no, no. So, yes, yeah. it's created a yes culture for me and, and everything comes in. And I would say, you know, I've often tried to work out who I – what am I? Like, what the hell am I? <laughs> because, I, you know, I don't fit. Well, I thought that I didn't fit. But this beautiful lockdown really showed me that um, – it's not me that doesn't fit. It's actually that society doesn't fit me because I am nature. 100%. Actually, I'm going to – that was amazing. Yeah. Yes. So <laughs> when I first met Annalise, it was at a festival and my life had changed and the same feeling of I don't fit into any of this. None of this makes sense. It never actually has, but now I have enough awareness to say that I don't fit, right? It takes a level of awareness and – understanding in yourself to recognize that you don't actually belong. And we were camping and there was like no one else really camping except for Annalise and another friend of ours, Lou. And I was watching this woman. I was like, wow, she fits in so much. She belongs here. She, she moves with the earth and in this space, like she speaks the language of it in a whole different way because she does. And then she played with me. Right, And we did handstands on the grass and it filled my heart to be like, here, there are these beings and these people who are here to actually allow the ones of us who sort of fall off the edges as we kind of wake up to maybe more truth and our own awareness to say, I've got you mm. along with the earth. But it's like you're actually translating 
the language as a, as a bridge for those who are stuck in this kind of rigidity mm. of everything to be like, how do I then land on the earth and not feel maybe terrified and kind of in a million pieces? Mm. And you're like, well, it's, it's exactly this idea of my joy body and here's this joy and here's this play and it's not as serious, but we do have some work to do. Mm. You know, mm. in a joyful manner. In, in a, a very joyful, joyful manner. manner. And mm. I was definitely to to kind of fold in um, my first impression of you. My the first memory I have of, the, of our kind of meeting place was at a at a wedding at a friend's house up on some land, kind of north of Auckland. And, oh yeah, and they had their their wonderful gathering that was with cool. the spiral and the and um, I was at a time where everything related to spirituality because of the relationship I was in at the time. Um, was very serious and there was a lot of seriousness with it and then you were the joy you were the spark that was like we can do this but it doesn't have to be so serious mm. we can we can do rituals with so much more freedom and joy and not so much rule bound seriousness of this is the way it has to be mm. that things became more like guidelines or framework mm. rather than rigid rigid rules mm. Mm. yeah I think you know w when you're talking I feel reverence yeah you know that's what I feel mm. um in in my body yeah reverence and it actually kind of reminds me of that language thing like I think we've got some language to reclaim mm -hmm. mm. like um for me privilege is a really interesting word because I feel so privileged so often. In fact, privilege, the, the, the nature of, of being privileged to be here on this planet, mm -hmm. in this body, especially in Aotearoa, New Zealand, um, I, you know, I, I, that is, that's the word. Yeah. A lot of the time that's the word. And it is a reverent word, you know, it's in awe of the, you know, the mystery when I'm when I feel privileged but um yeah sorry they just had an embodied embodied feeling with that and, and it, it, I mean I get quite excited about talking about language about words as well and I think privilege has been very much weaponized yeah recently. really so mm -hmm. weaponized yeah you yeah, totally and, and it's hard to to even contemplate using it in a positive way yeah the amount it's been weaponized in yeah. the past maybe five years maybe yeah. ten yeah, yeah. But probably longer. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, that isn't that the us and them divide and conquer tactics mm -hmm. to use our words against us. Yeah. Like um, the one that I want to reclaim actually is deep state. Yeah. <laughs> that's, I so, want to get into my own deep state. Yeah, that's yeah. meditation, bro. What, what, yeah. what are you doing stealing <laughs> our, our vernacular, our vocabulary? Mm. And, you know, it's, it's, it's good that we've got words for those kind of things and I think that it does you know something like that is is quite mm. it's good that we can label things and know what they are but um do you think it plays on this idea that kind of double entendre idea of the two sides of the coin and that they are being used in the same way those particular words to mean the other side of the coin that they're yes. talking about mm. yeah. I do I do and I and I think that's really freaking interesting isn't it because uh, you know, on the global stage. Um, well, I mean, do we go there now? Sure. Let's go there now. Yeah. Yeah. Should we go there now? Can I, can I tell you where I'm at with everything? Yes, about the we would stage? love that. Okay. Yeah. 
Well, let's just go back to like, let's go back to 84. Yo, no, let's just go back a little bit. One time my son was introducing me to his girlfriend and she goes, I was so nervous about meeting you, Annalise. But then Perry said, oh, mum loves everyone. And I went, oh, that's the nicest thing I think anybody's <laughs> ever said about me. And I was like, I want that on mm. my tombstone. Mm. I want to live that. I've got a little tattoo. It says, elle aime tout elle monde. And that's, oh. she loves everyone in French. Oh. <laughs> um, and so that's my truth, right? And so stepping into this state thing that's happening, this thing that is being um, um, inserted. Imparted. And well, I feel like it's kind of like a program that they've sort of inserted yeah. into mm. our society yeah. um, and our culture, and our culture is not strong enough to, our, you know, Western culture is so. Um, it's fragile and fragmented. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it's so easy to slide something in there. Yeah. Um, so for me, it was like, okay, well, my conflict actually is not the vaccine or not, or this or that. It's like, actually, my conflict is. How do I keep loving that person that's got a really different opinion from me? And how do I keep loving that person? And how do I keep the door open for them to keep loving me? Mm. And great question. Yeah, right. And um, you know, I think we've sort of discussed this a little bit um, outside of the podcast. And uh, you you guys were like you know how do you do it without you know like without being pa- that's another thing is like how do you not be passive and yeah. you know mm. how do you still be empowered and you know da 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 and I just went guru on it like I just turned <laughs> into the fucking guru like and and I didn't realize that I was doing that until I was sort of perhaps inviting somebody else into perhaps looking at it in another way and so this goes back to the deep state yes. I call them those them. I call them the dark magicians because mm. I see. Better name. Yeah. I see that glamour, magic, high magic mm-hmm. has been miracle magic. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah has been uh, at the root of creating our society since mm-hmm. back From, yonder. Yeah. We would one hundred percent agree. Yeah. Yes. 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 And. What is that? Well, mm. I don't know. It's mis- it, mm, 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 it is a cult, so it's mm, therefore it is hidden. And it's a cult. It's a, yeah, it's, 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 yeah. it's a secret. It's yeah. a hidden, and, and we don't know. And that's that same thing of of that sort of deep state of meditation. Like you, you, you don't know. You, it, it's hidden. It's hidden. It's <laughs> and then you get there, and you're like, oh yeah, this is amazing. But then you come out, and you're like, well, I can't really kind of tell you what it was like because it's, um, yeah. it's almost beyond um, words. It's beyond yeah. words. Yeah. Um. So, and I really think that they're that you know so they're playing in that sort of shrouded state. But so what I did is I was like, the dark magicians are creating a play. Mm. They're creating a play of divide and conquer. Mm. Us and them. And us and them, I I mean we all know us and them, like right? Mm. Us and them is what 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 why we are rebels, why mm. we're on yep. the edges, because we wouldn't play the us and them game. <laughs> like we wouldn't you know, we, I mean, with, when I was born, like racism, I mean, still is racism, mm. um, gay inequality, any inequality, right? That's always never fitted in my body. So I'm like, mm. no, actually, if this is a society like this, I'll go out to the edges. I'll be out here like making my garden. Thank you very much. So I looked at these guys and I was like, all right, the dark magicians have got to play. It's a really interesting play. Mm. <laughs> 
but if you're in opposition to any one of your brothers and sisters, mm. you're on the stage. Mm. Yeah. And, you know, because everyone that's on that stage thinks that they're right. Yeah. And actually it's possible for two things to be right and be in opposition to each other, yeah. right? Mm. Yeah. I think he actually might have even said that in one of the podcasts I listened to. So for me, mm. it's possible. For me, it's the third force which is the most interesting. It's the one that's not on the stage. It's the one that's not in there. It's the one that's sitting on the outside in the theatre going, um, anytime you guys want to get off stage, it looks like that person might almost be ready to get off stage. I'm over here and I'm working on another script. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do, you, do you want to be in my play? My play is so cool. So much better. It's so inclusive. And it just has guidelines. It doesn't have a written script. Yeah. You kind of do what you want. Yeah, it's kind of like improv. So I was about yeah. to say improv. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Contact improv. Yeah. Contact improv. <laughs> Where we heal, each, we heal our trauma through mm. um, safe touch and hair brushing yeah. and, you know, growing vegetables and re-entering the guy in Matrix. Yeah. Lovely. Yeah, I kind of made that word up. I don't know if it exists. Guy in Matrix. I mean, it does in your new script, considering you're writing it. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a very beautiful um, word. And it's it's so hard, you know, when when we're seeing this us and them, and we're, you know, so often we're talking about this, and we're like, yes, we can see it, and then a moment can change, or you're low on resources, or something happens, or there's a a particular thing that hits that unhealed part of yourself that just Mm. draws you in, and you're like, oh my god. I'm standing centre stage. Yes. And it's like backing off. Like, yeah. I need a black outfit. I'm like, yeah. not supposed to be here. Yeah. 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 I'm just the prop guy. I'm just the prop guy. Absolutely. And it was like, whoa. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How did that happen? Yeah. Someone bribed the lighting crew to, to focus the spotlight on you. By yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And your black suits actually glow in the dark. Yeah. That was actually me. I bribed them to put you in the spotlight. <laughs> Thank you. So, so you much. would freak yeah. the fuck out and get off stage. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> And at least I was just on the stage. Yeah. And, can I come? Can I join your you show? See how hard it is. Now do you have compassion for them? Yeah. Yes, yes. Mm. And that's exactly it, right? The, the compassion for the ones who are there. It's so hard to see. There's so much trickery or magic, as we're saying. Whether it's dark magic, it's still in a sense neutral. It's just how it's being used, and it's very appealing to us all as human beings. And it's only this point where you say, "I think you said." You know, my body has never accepted any of this inequality. Mm. But if we don't have an embodied relationship with our body, we don't have a sense of awareness, we don't know yeah. that our body is screaming at us to yeah. say, hey, you don't actually want to be on stage. Yeah. And we're like, oh, no, that's an uncomfortable feeling. Let me just <laughs> act out some more. And it might go away as opposed to we need to be completely removed. And it's that's, that's the it. challenging dance, right, of where the yeah. compassion exists for those who still playing maybe as much yeah can can you talk to that just a little bit this idea of embodiment but from the perspective of your journey of coming to being aware of maybe your level of embodiment and your ability to teach others to become embodied so as the Mm. the process of my joy body obviously stems out of the fact that you can see that others could benefit from more support and coming to their own body, mm. their own joy body. I could cry right now. Yeah. Mm. Like I, like the emotion that I feel about um, how, again, privileged mm. I am to exist in this body, and how um, how this body resources my my soul. Mm. Um, it, it's it's so great. Um, I, I have to say that my embodiment journey uh, keeps opening up. 
it's it it just keeps I keep another layer comes and I'm like holy shit the latest one is um my personality so one of the things that I work with is that there's two aspects to, of self the essential self which is like our soul self which transcends lives and um Etc. Etc. You know a lot there, mm-hmm. and then our constructed self, which is like our personality, our what they call the ego, right? And it's a shape. Mm-hmm. I like to look at it as a shape, and yeah, like we, my shape fits with your shape, you know, in, mm-hmm. in a harmonious way. And sometimes my deficits, you know, fit with others' deficits, and there's mm-hmm. this kind of tension between the shapes. Mm-hmm. Um, the other day I was dancing, so for me, free movement. Uh, has become more and more essential to my asana practice. Mm. I th- those two need each other. Mm. It's when Agreed. I when I rock up to free movement, I'm like, I wish I'd done more yoga because I wish I was stronger and more flexible to be able to hold this embodiment of uh, spiraling universes, mm. you know, coming through me. Um, and then you know, the, and then then the other when I'm doing asana, there's this kind of fluidity of informed um, understanding of, mm. oh, you know, it's that the, the two uh, need each other. They yeah. do. They just, yeah. Oh. They really need each other. But so what What I felt the other day was the the way that my personality, now it was so subtle and it might not even translate into language, I'm not sure. No, let's go there anyway. <laughs> but it was new. I mean, it was new to me. I was like, I have never even heard this. New, 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 new. You know how you say like, you can't solve something or know what you don't know. Yes. Yeah, right? Yeah. When you, you hit that thing, you're like, I didn't know this was here. What the hell? Yeah. Nobody even told me this was here. I didn't even know that I could find out a way to answer a question about this topic because I didn't even know this topic existed. Exactly. Yeah. What? what? Mm. And what I experienced was the shape of my personality on the edges and in my body. Mm. And, um, and it came from a little lift in the thoracic my rib cage sits Ooh. up right and that is how I meet the world like this you know me I'm like mm. sunshine hard open. right hard mm. open right mm. but what does that do that just takes all of that tension and dumps it down into the into the lumbar mm. and then into the sacrum right and I'm holding I'm holding oh, the world so <laughs> and my fucking sacrum hurts so much and I was like oh that's my personality and so when I come back to center and that's where I'm at um in the embodiment right is that central axis I'm like that's interesting what is the central axis how does that sit how do I sit around my central axis rather than having my center pulling forward moving out into where Mm. my personality flows or even to where your personality flows um so that sort of uh the journey, you know, this is where it's at at the moment. And I feel like I'm like riding this big Hawaiian wave on a big wooden board and I'm just cowabungering. <laughs> it's so cool. How how recent are we talking? Like how have you been playing with this in the field yet out there in monks with the other humans? Or is it very, very recent? Like Oh yeah. So um so I finally started teaching online. Oh, which was good for you, yeah. which was always the elephant in the room because yeah. it was like endless. Plug, plug it right now. Yeah. Hit us with the website where, where you teach. Well, myjoybody.com is where all my stuff is. There we go. Um, this course, mobility and court. So I didn't want to go. I didn't want to be on. Why aren't you teaching online, Elise? I don't, I I'm not 
five foot eight and I don't look You're not like, on the beach wearing a bikini. No, I don't look like Adrian. Yeah. So maybe I'll look like Adrian and then I will teach. <laughs> Insert <laughs> shoes there, right? And someone said to me, you, you just kind of got her. And I was yeah. like, I just kind of got her. Yeah. And so um, I just had surgery. You guys know me. I'm like awesome yeah. stunt lady. Far too <laughs> old. A bit accident prone. Yeah, yeah, far too old to be doing stunts. So I just had surgery on my collarbone and I was like, how do I get Skateboard, like, skateboard right? yeah. uh, that was motorbike. Motorbike, yeah, that was that was. Oh, the skateboarding oh, the wrist, injury was before. Was the wrist, the skateboard. Uh, the wrist was with my skateboarding boyfriend when we were breaking into a public pool. Right. Yeah. Mm. So it was anyway it was, deeply spiritual. Deeply yeah. spiritual. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, life. And um, so it was. Oh yeah. So I, so I was like, okay, I am I am like an embodied person. I'm an embodied practitioner. I like you know how do I go through this operation? And how do I come back into my body? And I was like, you know what? I'm going to create a community around myself as I do this. And mobility and core had always been sitting there. Like that's what I wanted to do, um, you know, because basically mm. create that mobility uh, around mm. the center, mm. create the strong center to mm. hold the mobility, mm. right? Beautiful. It's all you need. Um, always wanted to do that. So I was like, yeah, yeah. And I thought, well, we'll start with re-entry. We'll call this re-entry because mm. I'm coming back into my body I'm Ooh, reclaiming nice. it yeah and so as I was starting to market it I was like well who's is there any foreign objects as you come back into your body yes. is there any foreign objects in there yes yes yeah. there's a couple yeah, yeah. still got a few <laughs> yeah. um which is weird in itself um but I was like okay who would come on this journey with me who would need to come back into their body and I asked that question and it was like pretty much like Everybody. <laughs> right? Everybody yeah. that drives a car too much, anyone that's got a desk job, anyone that's had surgery, anyone mm. that um, has had a physical trauma in their life, anyone that is um, has a high stress load, anyone that... So the whole of the population. Like pretty much, yeah. right? And I also do cleansing as well. And mm. when I say to people, what do you want? What do you, you know? What do you want? They say, I want to know my body again. Mm. And it's like, wow. So I did re-entry. It was five weeks of, of coming back into the body. And I was like, what does this body need? Because I know asana, you know, I know that, mm. I know this, I know that. And so I started to, to just go what I needed. And I was in, like, one day every week we would do the Alexander technique where you would oh, just yeah. lie semi-supine mm -hmm. and listen. And what I, what I realized through this listening process is that, we have we have trauma in the body, we have these referred holding patterns, and if we don't actually spend enough time in the parasympathetic nervous system, these these referred holding patterns keep holding. Mm. And what happens when you've got a referred holding pattern here, it'll refer over here. Until, and I learned this as well, until it does a sagittal loop, so whatever mm. goes down mm. the spine, mm. lands in the feet, and then it goes doink, all the way up that sagittal loop and lands in the jaw. Now, once it's in there, now this is disclaimer, I'm making all this shit up. Like, I. She doesn't know, it's amazing. Yeah. yeah, I just made this all up. This all just came from like me being in my body. Nice. And uh, just point out, making something up when it's an embodied experience is just a very authentic way of knowing, right? That's yes, where yes. truth comes from. Yes. Awareness is from the body and the experience being espoused by someone who's experienced it. Yes. Mm. Yes. So and I love that. And I love that. And, and I'd like to offer that to everybody else. Yes. It's like freedom. Make it up, like work it out. Yeah. Get, go by your own mm. 
journey and just go say your truth and be like is that true yeah feels true mm-hmm. um so what i realized anyway is that once you've got that sagittal loop and it's landed in the feet and back up into the mm-hmm. jaw you're locked you're in your, mm-hmm. your pattern is 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 a circle and so mm-hmm. how do you how do you break that like or how do you recondition that so that whole five-week course we did so much humming Oh, nice. Yes. Mm. Through the jaw and out. Yeah, lovely. Yeah, get that get that um, vagus nerve. So vagus nerve. Yep. Yeah. Going on, and oh God, we just me and the crew that are, that came around for that course just loved it. Mm. Activating and just telling the body it's okay to heal. Yeah. It's okay. You. It's safe now. It's safe. What yeah. a great message. Yeah. It's safe now. So and then and then the other thing. So it was like okay, cool. So let's. And a lot of yin as well, because yin takes that yin. I don't know if you're, you, you know, whether that whether your listeners know or not, but yin takes you through that journey through the 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 sympathetic, mm. right? And you're like, yeah. I, I hate this. this. Yeah. I hate the teacher. <laughs> Fuck you. I hate everything. I wonder what's for dinner. I wonder what I'm gonna do. And then, oh my god, this is quite nice. Yeah. Oh, I like this. And that, uh, you know, so we did oh, a lot I of... I don't want to move. I don't want to Wait, move. Don't make me move. I hate no. you, teacher. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> but teaching the body and conscious consciousness or consciously that the journey from one nervous system into the other is mm. is, is mm. there. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that was just... So that's sort of recent. Oh, yeah, actually, the whole point of that was the other thing that I realized that was missing from this re-entry course was free movement. Nice. Mm. Because if you've got an injury, and I say to you, say you've got an injured shoulder and, and you want to go from balasana to dog, right? Mm. You want to go from child to dog. Most people, if you go, okay, even, if you, you go. even if you invite them, I invite you to go yeah. dog now. Like, yeah. go, okay, cool. With a bang shoulder, and they'll be like, oh, oh, oh. but with free movement, right? I invite you to find a pathway from child to dog, you know, and and if you know what yield and push mm. and soft and rock and roll is, you can go up and down, round and and then I'll just compensate and go round and then up and whoop and here I am in dog, but I've taken like this beautiful mm. scenic route. Yeah, see, it's not serious. You don't need strict rules. You need guidelines. But and you freedom. need so much safety, right? Yes. Like there's the safety of the space and the setting, and there's the safety of say the others around you. And then, there, but the the biggest safety that people don't understand is the internal safety. Do yeah. I feel safe? One to have the knowledge to know how to free move. Yeah. Knowledge, conscious knowledge, and then body somatic knowledge of of what is the pathways I could take, and then the sense of safety. Is this okay? Yeah. Am I accepted? Am I am I accepting of myself? You know, yeah. and, and mm. can I do this? This is weird. Or here's all these implicit memories that are coming up and these sensations that are blocking me. And it's like this complex dilemma, really, of the somatic experience of how we actually become freely embodied. Mm. So, you know, where is that? And that having, for a lot of us, you have to have community where there is a sense of safety where you can mm. come together and be like, can we create this like over a five-week course or something mm. to then become more embodied in all the ways of how safety is then manifested and mm. we're sort of big on that because it is you're sort of moving in these states of the nervous system and in some of those transitions the body acts like a little moody bitch you know mm. she's like no and you're like oh is that the truth mm. is that what i'm listening to i shouldn't do it you know so we go if it doesn't feel good for you don't do it but sometimes that's just that transition mm. and then it's like okay we've got to listen a little deeper you mm. know what is the actual truth beyond that or mm. this is the truth in this second mm. and then it changes again and how far do we push 
that's too far, you know, mm. and you're constantly in this dance. And I think mm. it gets confusing when people are like, well, what's, what is the dance? How do I listen? And that it's so, so fluid, mm. you know, that we're constantly people who like ourselves who are in, in the world of, I guess, embodiment and it changes all the time. And you're constantly on a new edge yourself of like, well, this is where I am and this is where I'm going. And the more, you know, the more you realize, you know, nothing, right. Mm. And you're just like, Oh, Mm. You know, how much this? how much not doing do you have to do before you realize you can do something differently mm. how much pulling away from say the the structures of asana you need to do before you realize you have the freedom to use it in a different way mm. yes do you have to do you have to have that grieving process which nicole has often described the grieving process of coming out of the the rules and rigidity and structure of asana to then come to a little bit more freedom to then embody, encompass, and integrate all of it. Mm. 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 Here. Do you know, this is, um, the, uh, j- just to be kind of a little bit antagonistic and yes, please uh, do. In, in language again, what we are doing is what people refer to as the colonization of yoga. Mm. Mm-hmm. And um, I want to reclaim that too because it's like, Mm. It's actually fucking amazing what yoga has become Mm. since coming into the West. You know, like, yeah, I mean, imagine if we just actually looked at everything as an evolution, you know, rather than. (laughs) Which yoga has been, right? Like in its actual historical roots of what yoga is, it's always been an evolution. It's always been innovated with anyone who was practicing at the time and then changed and then we're saying that we've kind of bastardized, bastardized it. Bastardized Bastardization. And then we've changed it, but it's like we've said before, it's like, but we are the new innovators yeah. of a practice and we matter. Yeah. Our our incarnation, our birth, our physical mm. embodiment here mm. is essential. Mm. We're not like we're not sideline participants to life. No. We are life and yeah. yoga yes. right now. Yes. The other guys are dead. Yes. You know, and I honor that. I mean, yes. amazing what's happened, but we should be focused on the the embodiment now in cultural context yes absolutely. we also live here in Aotearoa we also it's this age this is what's going on these yes. are the people I am practicing with mm. this is the way I interact in the world it's yes. all it's very a heavily important. heavily contextual practice as much as it's rooted in tradition it it, it lands in context yes. everywhere ah uh, yes yes and agree you can't take agree. yoga out of context yes. Actually, on that note, I want to, there's something that we haven't really yes, touched yes. on and that I I wouldn't even, okay, you know how I said before, like I am nature, mm. right? Um, the, the relationship that I have with the earth is fucking everything. Yeah. Mm. It's everything and it. I mean, I wouldn't have known about that sagittal loop and shit landing in my feet unless one day I was like, why am I wearing shoes? Mm. And I took my shoes off and I walked on the ground and realized that I'd forgotten how to walk. Mm. I had forgotten how to walk. And I'm, I'm still actually kind of relearning. Like, how do my feet meet the earth? How do, how do I, how do I, um, how is my being recorded into the matrix of time and space that is mm. Gaia? You know, <laughs> yeah. like, and also the, like yoga, yoga landing in Aotearoa, like, you know, we do a salute to the sun, go like this, and a kedaru flies between our hands and we draw down the essence of Pahutakawa, right? Mm. That's us. 
And that's not colonization of yoga. That is the experience of being me mm. here now. Yes. Mm. Yeah. And what is what is wrong with that? No, there's quite a lot right with it. Exactly. <laughs> right? There's quite a lot right with it. I like I love the way nature just like, you know, as soon as you start practicing, nature's like, oh good, you're here. Oh, yeah. Right, great. Oh, I'd love to play. And it's yeah. like it's like uh saying, Oh, you're allowed in this room, but you're just not allowed to enter through that door. Oh. You're like, but we're all going to the same place. Yeah. Why can't I just come through any door? Like yeah. all the doors are open and unlocked, yeah. aren't they? Oh, well, that door's only for those people, and yeah. that door's for those people, and that door's same place if you understand yeah the old darkness magicians are like all we really need is you to be very very disempowered yes Mm. just a little bit all the time a little bit confused a little bit disempowered works a treat we don't have to do anything you're actually doing it yourselves because you're very powerful yeah if we just spin it like that yeah and this whole thing with yoga and all these rules is exactly that how disempowered can everyone say i'm like yoga being the internal union and the practice of freedom is the practice of empowerment, no mm. matter where you are, and your connection to everything you do. Mm. You know? I mean, it's joy body is the perfect name. I remember when I first started practicing, and I was so like, "Why do you like it so much?" And I was like, "Because the only way I could explain it was because there's like little joy bubbles that I feel like come up and go through my body. Mm. You know, I don't know. I've never felt it before. I don't understand my don't joy bubble. Joy yep. bubbles. <laughs> little joy bubbles. Can you feel it? And it's like maybe." There might be a minute in or 10 minutes or whatever the time that passes, and then it all starts to rise, and you're like, wow, I think I'm perfect. Mm. I'm like, I think I'm perfect. Mm, I know that I feeling. Love me. I know that feeling. Like when you when I stand in Tadasana, mm. when I when I stand in Tadasana, I'm just like, oh <laughs> what a cool body. And I feel I feel little. Yeah. I, I actually feel really, really small. Mm. Like I feel like a very small, compact, perfect human. Mm. I just love that feeling. It's very special. It's, it's like very a special. Someone to, to come back it. to come back to what you were talking about before. What what shape are you in that moment? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. So oh well, this kind of goes a little link back to something that you guys said in the previous podcast I have been listening great yeah. reference I mean <laughs> in fact in fact the reason that I'm here is because I found your podcast on the day before Christmas and I literally had a smile from ear to ear and a tear in my eye oh. I was so thrilled your language was great your, your your the concepts were perfect I was just like whoa this is this is some next level shit um oh, thank you yeah one of the things you're saying is with heart coherence, you know, um, the frequency is at a, of a certain, you know, radius. Mm. So one time I heard this Indian lady speaking on the television. She said, you have a two-kilometer sphere of influence. And I said, yes, are we taking that? Yeah. Indeed. And, yes. And so. 2,000 meters. Two That's a lot. Thousand, yeah. So, well, actually in the last cleanse group that I did, we were working with a meditation, the eight sides of self mm. to the edges of our two kilometer sphere of influence. Mm. And so one of the participants was like, give me your address, everybody. And she tapped in it and she gave us a little map of where our home was wow. and two kilometers. And that's what we could meditate into. So what is the shape Amazing. of me? I draw it a lot yeah. and it's freaky weird. It's like, Oh my God, Annalise, you are such an, and it changes. But 
when I am consciously creating that shape, I find what I call my inner po, which is the central axis, mm. which is where my essence is. And then that breath, which I call like the threefold breath, but I call it the regenerative breath. Mm. It comes in and it fills up and out and down, or down, <laughs> out and up. And I imagine that that breath pushes my mm. whole physical form to the edges of its physical form and then my energetic body pushes out to the edges of that two kilometer and i am a perfect sphere yeah mm. amazing yeah so that's the i don't I, I mean i don't know if that is my shape mm. but that's what i work with nice um yeah well, it's interesting as well, you know, the perfect sphere. And then you say when you're drawing it, there can be this kind of chaos or whatever it comes up. But it's like what is inside the sphere to get it there? And you think of this, something like the um, the Merkaba and Merkaba the light body when it spins, mm. obviously, then it is, it's the sphere, right? The perfect sphere. But inside it's incredibly complex geometry mm-hmm. um, to quite a degree. And it sort of, it makes sense to me because that's the complexity that we kind of feel and what we're made up with in all these different I mean, dimensions, really. I think physical and then from that soul perspective. But at the essence, right, the purity is the sphere when it's all in harmony, it's all mm-hmm. in alignment, it's all connected to, mm-hmm. to to Gaia and to everything else, that then we are in this this perfect light body. So it's interesting that you see it like that in that time of embodiment. Yes. But if you draw it or if it's a different time that you're you know, tapping into maybe some of the more complex bits. Um, aspects. Yeah, or the bits that are activated within that sphere, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. I actually had a dream. A dream time for me is big. Like mm. if it happens in the dream time, it's happened. Cool. You know, like yeah. it's it's real. Um, and I had this dream and I was dancing and, you know, I was like gesture this way, but I was doing my mahi. Mm-hmm. For your listeners from overseas, mahi is is what we call our work, but the work that we were here, that we're here to do, not just your, you know, packing, your shopping. If whatever. you're not offended by it, you might relate it loosely to the term dharma. Yeah. Dharma. Mm. So I was doing my dharma or my mahi on these big gestural, like pick up the washing, hang it up, activate this. And I was doing this dance, and you, your listeners can't see, but I'm waving my arms around. Big sweeping movements. Sweeping movements. And I was just, my whole life was activated in this sphere of mm. movement. And I was like, fuck, this is cool. And I was like, I wonder what that looks like if everyone was doing that from up above. And so, you know, so I was in like dreamland. So I was like, okay, I dropped my physical body and I came up to this bird's eye view. Now I was in Langholm, West Auckland. That's where I was in my dream. So I was on my land working with my community, doing my thing, localized Mm. in two kilometers, which I could, you know, I could dance that didn't even need my car to dance. Right. And I looked up and everyone from their home, was mm. dancing their mahi, and it looked like the uh, oh. flower of life. Flower of life. <gasps> and I was like, wow, that's what we want. That's what I want. Yeah. You know, that's really what I want to see in the world is this beautiful relationship to nature, relation, uh, self to self, self to others, others to self. Mm. Nature, nature, nature. Mm. Amazing. I'm going to pause you there because that is an incredible segue into this idea of what's what we what we're moving into in the future of everything that we've kind of come from and where we're going mm. and this idea of like of the flower of life of us all doing our work and coming together. So a beautiful place to to pause.
now, mm. would you agree? Yes, absolutely. And with the skills that you have acquired over the years, with all of the, the, the learning. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What would be your kind of closing words, your, your parting information, your forecast <laughs> for the future um, for us, for you, for humanity? So are you asking me to look forward or 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 or, or summarize? Look forward. Okay. Yeah. So okay, so this year, two two two, um, as it relates to the Kabbalah, it is the energy of stillness, balance, and interchange. So if you take that into an embodied place, um, stillness is that central pole, yes. right? Balance is left and right. That's that's Right energy, right action, nice. right? And interchange is um, how we flow in and out mm. of the universe. So I think that uh, w- with the world, um, I think that this year there is a huge potential to, and this is what I'm setting for myself. So Beautiful. if I'm setting it for myself, it means that it's current, mm. right? You know, you've got to have faith in the micro and the macro. Um, all I want for Christmas, all I want this year <laughs> is to come back to my centre, is to know my centre mm. um, and allow it all to happen, you know? You know. Yeah. It's great. What could we wish for more, you know? Yeah. It's beautiful. Allowing. Less resistance. Yeah, less resistance. Or just, um, yeah, less crazy movie. I don't know. I mean, I because the thing is I, I don't know that space very well. I don't know my scent very well. I don't know stillness very well. I am a freaking, like, weird, um, yeah, weird-minded, you know, broken-brained, creative creator. You know, like, I'm a, you know, I want to know what it's like to be in the present mm. and to to let bigger things happen than me. Cool. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, bigger than Bigger things happen than me. That's just. <laughs> Thank you so much. Good day. Eh? Yeah. Thank you for being Very our cool. first guest. Yeah, it's been lovely. I mean, it's always lovely chatting to you guys. You guys are amazing. Mm, very mutual. Yeah. yeah. Very mutual. I look forward to seeing where the, where the, where the direction goes now that you've yeah. got guests. I mean, we know some pretty cool people. We do. There's some very yeah. cool people. Yeah. yeah. Put your requests in, eh? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, actually, yeah. listeners. Yeah, yeah, legit. Put your requests in. Yeah, or yeah. if you're like me, just ring up and go, oi. What are you doing? <laughs> what, are you do- what are you guys doing? Can <laughs> <laughs> I be on your podcast? Yes, yes, you can. Yeah. yeah. Absolute oh. privilege. We couldn't have, we would have, we were privilege, so right? very yeah. privileged. Yeah. And I very much agree with that word. And it is a privilege and an honor yeah. to have you, truly. You know, and if anyone way. wants to, like, again, go back to do any journeying with me. So my thing is that it's so much easier in community. Yes. Massively um, agree. Yeah. yeah. So I do two cleanses a year, two month long cleanses mm. a year, and they are special. And this year we will be working with that 222 energy on the eight sides of self with the two kilometers sphere of influence mm-hmm. using yeah. the purification of the body and bringing in the light. So if anyone's interested in taking a journey with me, it's always fun and it's always, you know, like I'm fun, but I'm also incredibly sincere. Like I really, truly care. Vouch for this 100%. Absolutely. And we'll have all of your details and everything in the links in the 
In the show notes. In the show notes. In the show notes. We're putting it there. See, so we're already see starting it. our own show. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's already like, we've already created another play. The dark yeah. magicians are over there doing yeah. their one. Yeah. This one's much more fun. Yeah. And we go, doing. We're very open. Yeah, yeah we're off Broadway. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't do better down the road. It's off, great. Off Broadway. <laughs> yeah. Off, off Broadway. Yeah. Like, little Takapuna Playhouse. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's seal it off there. Yeah, Thank you very beautiful. much once again. And, um, yeah, if you uh, feel inclined, drop us a like, share this with your friends, and um, subscribe always helps us spread the word a little bit more. So Actually, just do that yeah. because, you know, <laughs> honestly, I get to this point, it's like, well, what, what are we doing? What are we scrolling for? Who? What, what are we yeah. contributing here? And it's like, you know, if I know people are doing good things, I will support them and I will share it and I will share it and I will share it because what else am I going to do, mm. you know? Mm. I, I really just do that. Just do that right now. Yeah. <laughs> just do that. Just do that. All right. Well, as always, we love you. Thank you for listening. Live long and prosper. Bye. Yes. Goodbye. Bye. 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 The Radical Awareness Podcast. Mm-hmm.